My name is Michael Alanis, and I am the founder of a digital marketing agency in Southern California. I've spent the last 10 years combining my direct sales background with a passion for internet marketing. And through all of the online and offline strategies I've tried and tested, this one thing has remained the same. Quality clients are not sold, they are converted. So if you're tired of playing the numbers game with your sales and marketing goals and want to start learning the timeless principles of profitable customer acquisition, then join me as we discuss the craft of client conversion and transform you into a client converter. Hey everyone, welcome to The Client Converter Show. Now before we get started with today's show, I'd like to invite you to go to theclientconverter.com. There you will see an invitation to join our Client Converter Monthly Members Area. This is our community for people that have businesses that are in the business of getting clients. So we have a few types of membership. You can check out there what's available to you, and we'd love to have you join us, whether it's going to be for our free membership or our paid membership. Either way, you will have more access to me and even live access on a weekly basis. So please do go to theclientconverter.com. Okay, today's show is about why we should be charging for consultations. Let me begin by saying this. When I first presented this concept two years ago at a place I spoke, I heard this, are you crazy? Yes, someone from the audience just said, are you crazy? I heard it out to my left, and I remember laughing, but it was a laugh of relief because I knew where they felt, I knew where I was back then uh, prior to doing this, and what took me here. So I said, why do you think that's crazy? Why am I crazy for charging for consultations? And they said, well, don't you want to get business? And the answer is, of course, yes, I do want to get business. The paradox and the irony is that charging for consultations actually has allowed us to get more business. And that's what today's show is all about. And the only way to tell this story is to tell the story that I told to that group of people two years ago. And it was titled, The Dentist That Changed My Life. So with no further ado, let me tell you the story of The Dentist That Changed My Life. Early on in my career with the agency, we hit a point where more revenue was absolutely needed on a business level, on a personal level. And I had told myself I had come from direct sales and I have no problems doing cold calling, walking into places. And I still think there's value with that strategically combined with direct mail. But I was getting to a point, to be quite honest, I was desperate. I had to close clients. I even had personal rent to be paid. So I took to the phones and said, okay, Michael, we're going to trust ourselves. We know how to do this. Let's start dialing for dollars, as they call it. And I do this in sessions. So I would do it in these one-hour sessions. And it was already my second session. I was able to get a dentist in the local LA area who said, you know what? It's funny you called me right now. I am actually considering working with a new marketing agency. I have three dental offices. One is in Beverly Hills. One was in LA. And another, uh, I do not remember at this time. But he invited me to come out and meet with him face to face. So I got all dressed up, got suited up, put the tie on, drove out to the dental office, and of course was asked to wait for him, where I stood for the next 30 to 40 minutes. He then invited me into his office, and we shut the door, and I thought, great, here we are, I'm gonna present what it is that we do, and in my mind, I was already thinking, what an awesome story I'm gonna tell one day of the power of being a go-getter and telemarketing. Little did I know that story was not gonna turn out exactly as I thought it would be. 
Also, too, to keep in mind, it was Christmas. So I really needed to close this. I had rent coming up that was due. I wanted to buy gifts for friends and family. It was a tough spot that I was in. So as I sat there with his dentist and we're talking about his practice, talking about his goals, I I noticed that he's speaking very negatively of the people that work for him. And it really struck me. And he's pointing out and he has this glass uh, this glass window pane in front of his office so he can see directly through and I can turn around and see who he's pointing to and he's getting very animated speaking negatively about his receptionist literally telling me how dumb they are and how he listens to the call tracking and is able to see that they're not good salespeople they don't know what they're talking about my mind initially went to thinking about leadership and well whose fault is it they don't know what they're talking about. But all of these things were just a case for me as to why he should work with us and why we should be working together. So he proceeds also during this conversation to interrupt me and answer his cell phone. And I'm not talking about answering the cell phone from the, hey, I see my mom is calling me or my daughter's calling me. He's answering the phone for random numbers and saying things like, who is this? Okay, no. No, it's okay, bye. So he's answering and talking to telemarketers. He'd rather talk to telemarketers than even speak with me. Absolutely crazy and mind-boggling what was taking place there. We're now almost two hours into this thing. I have the waiting room time I was there. I'm sitting with him here. He's speaking negatively. We finally come down to the moment of truth, and I present what it is that we do and what our pricing is going to be. He looks it over, and I gave very competitive pricing. So I was thinking, I've shown up. I've done everything that I was supposed to do. He's going to sign with us. He tells me, okay, this looks fine. I'm going to give you one of the dental offices. Go ahead and send me the payment link. So I leave his office. I drive back home. and It was about a 45-minute to an hour drive home in L.A. Feeling very excited, by the way. Remember, this is going to be my story I'll be sharing one day. Just didn't realize it would be this way. Get home and send the payment link. I send the payment link on through, and within 10 minutes, I get the urge to go back to my email and hit refresh. I soon found myself, every 10 to 15 minutes, going to my phone, going to my email, hitting refresh, logging out of Gmail, logging back in once again. Maybe there's something wrong with the connection because he said, let's do this. Let's move forward. I want to pay. Go ahead and send something through. So there I am waiting on pins and needles for this. The whole day passes. The next day passes. Finally, I decide I'm going to call him. Something must have happened. I could even check the link to see if he's viewed it. And I see nothing's happened. So I'm like, okay, there's got to be a a mail and email problem here. That's the reason why no payment has come through. So I give him a call and I gave him a call on his direct number that he'd given me. And right when I uh, say, hello, hi, Dr. So-and-so, this is Michael. Uh, Who is this? And I said, oh, it's Michael from Local Loop Marketing. We had spoken two days ago. Oh, gave me the uh, oh. I knew immediately this is not going to happen. He then proceeds to tell me how I should be proud of myself that I was able to even get a meeting with him to begin with because he's the kind of guy that does not meet with people. So I have some really good sales abilities to even come out to meet him. And you know what? That's good enough for now, which you flat out told me that's good enough for now. You should be proud of yourself for that. And he doesn't want to be pressured into anything. And I'm thinking, how am I pressuring you? I listened to you talk horribly about your staff. You asked me to send a payment link. I never followed up with an email. I gave one phone call and now I'm pressuring and I should pat myself on the back for doing that. Keep in mind, I lost a lot of time. I had 
when I when he had sent me back home uh, to send the payment link on through, he had also asked for a few favors of me, which I didn't mention this story early on. He had a few questions about Google My Business and things he wanted help with regarding his website. So I went back and doing the goodwill gestures that I thought I was doing, hey, I'm gonna invest in this business, and he will then do something back for me in return, as I thought, as reciprocity, but wrong of me to do something in hopes of getting something from it at all. But did those things, and now that he got his work, his free work essentially done for for him, it was as if I never existed. Horrible situation. I remember, this was December once again, I remember that Christmas, even the rent, having to use, dip into heavy credit cards to make that happen was not fun whatsoever. But I told myself, I will never put myself in this position again, to allow someone to waste that much time. I have no problem working with someone. I have no problem helping people, but you want to make sure you're helping the right people and working with the right clients because that's just one person. Imagine now if I had a team of salespeople, which I'm starting to build out now, but if they start wasting their time with one wrong person a week, spread that across multiple salespeople, that's a lot of wasted resources with people that potentially you should never do business with to begin with. So what we instituted was the paid consultation. And my perspective was this. And what it came from was I went to the bank, um, it was about a a month later, and I remember waiting in line and staring at the bank teller, uh, this, this younger guy, that I was about to talk to, and then he called me over and it was my turn to go over to the bank, uh, teller. I remember looking at him and he had his, his uh, suit on and tie, and as we proceeded, he said, oh, you have a business account. Would you like to be considered uh, maybe doing a credit card? And he started to pitch me on a credit card that I should open and was trying to get me to talk to a personal banker right behind me. And the nicer he was to me, the more I didn't trust him. The more he was trying to do little gestures for me, he obviously had an agenda and he wanted me to follow that agenda. And I thought, you know, this is exactly how I was being with the dentist. I was someone showing up with a complete agenda. The agenda was he needs to move forward with my business. I didn't care what it was that he had needed to be done. Sad to say, I was overlooking even how he was treating his staff, which I would never do again. And it's one of our core values as well, that we work with clients that treat their staff correctly. I would never do that again. But I was overlooking all of this because my only objective was to close a client. Completely wrong, completely off. So in this new approach, what we did, what I did by myself back then, is I said, what I'm gonna do is the very first service I wanna provide is a very detailed analysis of the business. I do not want to just get into a meeting with an objective of me trying to close them and the other business owner that's talking to the agency, their objective when they take a free consultation is to get a competitive price quote, to be quite honest. They'd like the agency I've learned to give a very good pricing, which they can go take and shop around and compare other pricing already wrong because they're viewing all of you as a commodity therefore thinking each one of you is the exact same thing. And in the world of sameness, price does matter. All that matters now is just pricing. Also too, what the business owner typically wants in those meetings is for you to hold yourself to promises that they want. So they would like, even though you may say things like, well, you know, I can't guarantee there's going to be X amount of calls. And you have clients that say that, you know, I want to get 50 calls a month or uh, I remember it was a, auto person that wanted like 200 leads a month, you know, everything is possible. Absolutely. But to get you to promise certain things on the onset, 
totally wrong, sets up a wrong relationship. But if you as the agency are solely focused on closing the business, you're going to find yourself saying and doing things you do not believe in, which is not right. Absolutely not right whatsoever. So what I told myself is that I'm going to focus on a detailed analysis. That'll be the first step because my focus there is really going to be more on having a very unbiased, transparent look at the business. Also too, I want to be able to see, do I want to truly do business with you? This first interaction will be helpful. And by me presenting my plan to the company, I'd like to get it fleshed out now. Hey, do you like what I have to present? And do you want to work with us on this basis? That's the basis I want to work on versus let's talk a lot about potential and opportunity. And then I close that business and now they wonder, well, what are we going to do now? So that's where the analysis came in. How could I take a deep dive and really go to work for this company, but be appropriately paid for it as well too? Because to do the analysis, to find out someone's marketing position, what needs to happen, that takes time. And here's why. All situations are unique. Even though I may work, let's say, with 10 attorneys, all selling the same thing, let's say estate planning or bankruptcy, every single one of those attorneys is in a different position, a different competition level with everyone around them. Their price points are different. Uh, their staff is different. Uh, every single little thing about the nuances are very different, which means that we're going to position them differently too. And positioning is very important as far as what you do with someone. So all situations are unique and that requires you to take a deep dive into something as opposed to just having the objective of stating, how do I get them to sign the dotted line? There may also be situations that you do not want to be a part of whatsoever. For all you know, this person could be fraudulent. Um, they could have services that do not do what they claim to do either. That's a big one too. representation. Never work with a product you personally do not believe in and would not purchase or refer to a friend and family. Also is that the, what this does is it makes sure that you're going to be a right fit together. There's a lot of talk of people wanting to make sure that we're a right fit. And they'll say like, Hey, you know, I want to have a meeting with you. Let's have a free consultation. I want to see if we're a good fit. Similar to like, let's say a first date. Hey, let's see if we're a good fit together. People say that, but in reality, what their objective is, is to get the person to comply and do something, which is incorrect. But the analysis, the paid consultation allows you to truly see if you want to work with someone because it is your first opportunity to work with them. Now, if they do pay for the analysis, there's two things here. One very powerful is that subconsciously they've told themselves, I value this person's opinion. So it doesn't matter if you have a marketing agency, a chiropractic clinic, or even a wedding photographer. Every one of these practices, every one of these services, these businesses would gain a lot from charging for the initial consultation, even if it's just $40 to do this and then to give the person something tangible, there will be an actual value attached to that. So if you take, let's say the wedding photographer and they do a free consultation and they give you a digital book showing past work, they give you concepts and ideas to work from that standard that book will be viewed differently through the lens of they paid $40 for it or $100 for it versus if they got it for free. It's very simple and it makes sense when you look at it that way. However, when the time comes that you have to actually ask for the money, people will say no. That's just a fact. So going back to that initial speaking place that I was at, when someone said, are you crazy? Don't you want to close business? The real thing here 
is don't I want to retain business and do I want quality clients? That's the real thing. Could you get more transactions by not charging for the consultation? Absolutely you could. Of course you could. But the real goal is not transaction. The real goal is relationship. The real goal is retention. Retention and quality. Retaining a quality client, and even if the work that you do is one-time work, when someone gives a referral, they're typically going to refer people that are like them. You'll notice this. So if like begets like and like attracts like, if your business is going to rely on referrals, you need to start and you must start with a group, a cluster of high quality clients. And that only happens through proper qualification of it. This is why the charging for consultation is not crazy. It's actually crazy not to do it. When I did this, yes, we had initial meetings drop, but the close ratio was close to 100% in working with people. And what's funny is that there have been times, even recently, even in the last six months, when I did not follow this because maybe it was a referral from a good client or it was a friend reaching out to me, and I chose to bypass that, it fell apart every time. I knew the conversation was different. Once again, there were meetings that were canceled. You know, when someone's paying for the consultation, and ours is a, is a three-part process. You can find more about it um, on our website, Local Loop Marketing. But when someone's paying for the consultation to actually show up, they show up. It's much different than the free consultation when it's very easy to cancel. And when you start momentum going, I'm very big on momentum. If you think about this too, is that when someone books the free consultation with you, you're essentially saying is I'm a free consultant. I work for free. So how hard is it to move from being from free when they have begun working with you? You're talking to them. They're working with you. Maybe they even have a follow-up question and ask you to look at something they've got etc. You are a free worker. All of a sudden, you're wanting to change the relationship from free to paid. Very difficult to do. Very difficult to do. So having the paid consultation is something that allows you to set the right tone. Subconsciously, the soon-to-be client, hopefully, views you in different light. They value your time and they value your opinion. They're paying for it. So when it comes time for you to then present proposal to them and say, hey, this is what we will be charging to move forward from here. They've already told themselves that they value you and they value your knowledge. So this is why not charging for the consultation is absolutely nuts. Now, if you'd like more information about what our process is through our personal consultation, I would recommend sending an email into me personally, Michael at Local Loop Marketing. We actually have a few resources we'd like to give you in addition to just this show today, this brief training. I'd like to send you over what our process is and even break down how we do an analysis as well too. Now keep in mind this is focused for a marketing agency per se, and this podcast is not designed only for marketing agencies. It's for anyone that's in the business of getting customers and clients. So what I'll be sending you will be our personal marketing analysis breakdown, but also too, will give you our process, our big picture level, a high level process, which you can apply to your business as well too, and be able to take a look at that and say, how can I apply this to, let's say I'm a therapist, I'm a wedding photographer, I'm a personal trainer, I'm a nutritionist, whatever it is, the paid consultation, getting things kicked off to the right start is a big deal. And that's the last concept I'd like to leave you with is this, how something goes really is how something starts. If you take, for example, a friendship, um, a decision you've made that didn't go right, a lot of times there's going to be this initial 
nudge, gut feeling you had way at the beginning. It wasn't something that suddenly emerged. It was always there, but it was ignored for whatever reason. So how something starts sets the tone for how it's going to go. The paid consultation allows you to get the right people in and it allows you to really shine because you can invest in them as well and really go to work for them. And that's the way the relationship should work in this mutually beneficial way coming together. So thanks again for joining us today. Please visit theclientconverter.com. Join us for our Client Converter monthly membership community there where we have an opportunity to collect more on a weekly basis and even get personal emails from me and extra audio recordings that will not be on the Client Converter podcast that just share what's going on within the agency, things we're facing, uh, different things I'd love to educate you about. So thanks again. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.